What's up, everybody? This is episode two of Life's a Garden. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Life's a Garden, episode number two. I am so excited to be back. I seriously could not wait to do another episode because I got such good feedback on the second one. Or I mean, on the first one. But uh, and I and I want to start off the episode by thanking everybody who uh, watched the first one, everybody who gave me uh, feedback, and and uh, overall, it sounds like everybody really liked it. So I'm really really happy about that. Thank you all for watching. I uh, hope you're watching this one. Uh, please like, subscribe, share, whatever you can do to get this out there. Uh, I really do appreciate it. I'm glad you guys like it. So I hope we can continue to uh, build off the success of the first episode. So the bar is set. Let's raise it. Um, but yeah, seriously, thank you all for for uh, for the support on that first episode. It, it really meant a lot. I seriously could not wait to get back in here and do this again. So happy to be doing it again. Uh, I almost thought about doing it earlier in the week just because I, I was so excited to start doing another one. But it was a busy week. Really good week. Um, had a great week at practice. Might have been the best week of practice we've had. Band practice. Uh, so that was, that was a really good way to start the week. And then... Just a, a good week at work, actually, which is very surprising. I never, I never really get to say that. So it was a really good week at work, and uh, here we are back doing this again. And we're going out tonight. Gonna be sipping on some beverages and spending some dough, cause making stacks during the week, baby. Just kidding. But uh, no, we are going out tonight. It's gonna be uh, no, it was. Good week, so, and then now we're here doing this, and I'm really happy, so let's get into it, huh? All right, first thing I want to start with, I couldn't wait to tell this story. So, uh, this was actually a couple weeks ago. Buddy at work comes up to me, and uh, hands me his headphone, says, hey, dude, listen to this. So, I I put the headphone in, starts playing the song, and uh, I'm listening to it, listening to it, and all of a sudden I hear my name it's it says hey dakota blah 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 and uh and i'm like what shows me the title the song's called dakota and apparently okay so after knowing this now apparently there's a couple songs called dakota never before this had i heard of a song called dakota so i'm like okay all right now let me listen to the whole thing and read the lyrics and whatnot so i i checked it out and uh Song itself is okay. Honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brutally honest. Don't really like the song. Uh, it is rock. I can't oh God, I can't even remember the name of the band. Uh, I'll I'll be playing the video here in just a minute. But and I'm gonna break down the song. But the biggest thing that stuck out to me about this song, I'm reading the lyrics, and based on, I mean I can't guarantee, but it's pretty clear what the song is about. The lead singer, uh, his girlfriend left him for a guy named Dakota, and it doesn't even, it doesn't, or maybe he stole her, maybe this guy Dakota stole his girl, whatever it is, I'm going to say it's that. The guy named Dakota stole the lead singer's girl, 
and now he's butthurt about it. And he's singing about how sad he is that he sees her with this guy, Dakota. Well, I'm listening to it, and it has become clearly apparent to me that the song is about me. Because you're goddamn right I stole your girl, bro. Who else would you be jealous of but me? It was me. I don't even know this guy. He's, I don't know him. And he went on to make a band to write a song about me. So, you know, and then that was the final straw. I'd been thinking about some stuff and it's been building up. And then this hits. And do you guys know what this means? I'm a celebrity now. I did it. I made it. And you're goddamn right, Jared. Wearing the sunglasses inside, because that's what celebrities do. And before you think I'm getting too out of line on this, and think I'm too in over my head, let me break it down for you. So, like I said, was already kind of thinking I was on this path, and then the song came out. It's probably been out for a while, but I'm just learning about it. I've been a, That means I've been a celebrity all this time and we didn't know? I didn't know, you didn't know, but now we know. Let me break it down real quick. So, got the band. I'm, a, I'm already the lead singer of a band. Got this new up and coming podcast that's already proving successful based on your responses. Thank you very much. Got my own place in a gated community, no less. Got the No Dents t-shirt on. Did I text Chris D'Elia personally thanking him for the shirt, saying how much I love it and that life rips? Yep. Do I have Chris D'Elia's contact in my phone? Yep. Did I also text him to wish him some support because he's kind of in hot water right now? Yep. Did he respond to either of my texts? Nope. Because he's a busy guy and he's kind of in some hot water right now. So I understand why he couldn't get back to me. And we'll get to that here in a minute. But do I also have Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura's number in my contacts? Yes. So do you know what that means? That means... I'm connected, man. I got connections in the biz. I'm in the circle, guys. Already been in the circle here. Got some famous friends. Got their numbers. Text them on the regular. And then, and even then, even then, wasn't sure about the celebrity status. I thought I, I was being humble. And then the guy wrote a song about me. And let me tell you, when somebody writes a song about you, it's done. You're, you go from here to here. I'm famous now, man. I reached it. I did it, guys. I broke through. And here we are. No. That was fun. Honestly, though, everything I just said, Totally true, by the way. 
the context of them, probably not as true. And it's really funny if uh, if you know me because I do live in a gated community. It's a trailer park. But, no, that's fun. No, uh, the song's obviously not about me. Duh. However, I want to go through the song real quick, break down the song, and let's just pretend that it is about me. And <laughs> the lyrics, the video, just too much to handle when it comes to if I'm trying to put myself in the perspective of I'm the Dakota he's singing about. So let's go ahead and listen to it. Also, not monetized, so I don't care. I'll, I'm not going to play the whole video, but I still don't care. And I already checked it. The audio sounds good. Play this terrible song. Okay. It's already a day to remember cover like knockoff band that genre they're in that genre like the day to remember type okay in this video the kids or the guys wearing the boy scout outfits are is the band they all look like dorks, obviously they're trying to, meaning they know they're dorks, and the guy like lifting the light weight and kissing his, his uh, bicep, that's Dakota. That's me. So. That's the girl. Does he tell you, I'll be sorry if I ever even look your way? Damn right, dude. You'll be sorry. I'm gonna make you sorry. Let's continue. Here's the chorus. Okay. That's the part. That's the part that just cracks me up. Okay? The chorus. He says, Hey, Dakota, you can piss right off. And something, something, something. He says, You can piss right off. Uh, and then, but my favorite line is, Hey, Dakota, why are you so scared? Scared? Did you, s okay, did you see the guy? Did you see the singer? Let me find him. Let's see if we can find him. Uh, wasn't that guy? That guy. This is the singer. That's the singer. Who is scared of that guy? He is this tall and this tiny. If it's me, which it is, I ain't scared. Nobody is. The guy in the video who's also, like, a bigger dude, he ain't scared of you either. Why are you so scared? Who's scared of you, dude? No one. I won't play the rest of the video, but in the video, also, the rest of the band would kick all their asses at the same time. 
The drummer is like the biggest one and still whoop his ass. All of them at the same time. And I ain't even that tough. I'm not even like trying to like flex on anybody. Would 100% kill these guys with my bare hands. And so would the guy in the video. At the end of the video, they're all playing basketball together. Why'd that get dark like that? Um, okay, I guess I can go back to the... Um, at the end of the video, they all uh, play basketball. All five of the band members on the one dude, he starts just dropping them on these guys. One guy on five starts beating them all because, you know, he's Dakota. And then they end up winning, of course, because it's five on one. But in a fight, mm -mm. they should have had him boxing because those, those string bean bandmates would have been crushed have you ever seen the cartoons when the guys get like twisted into pretzels and turned into accordions that's those guys if me or any other dakota fights them because guess what dude dakotas are always badass you heard it here only on life's a garden all dakotas are badasses i mean and how many of us are there even like maybe a hundred it's not a common name. There's maybe like 100, 200 tops of us out there. Girl Dakotas are badass too. All of us. We're all badass. Just so you know. Uh, also, this is funny too. You ever, you ever wonder how many people out there um, have the same name as you, like first and last? There's actually a couple Dakota Craigs out there which is bizarre to me. Also, one of them is my cousin. My first cousin. Or, no, technically my second cousin. Tec yes, tec second cousin. Meaning, my cousin, Ezra, named his son Dakota, which would be Dakota Craig. Same as me. Did he name him after me? No. He just liked the name because, of course, it's a badass name. Who doesn't like i mean i i get it no no hard feelings i know there's two dakota craigs in our direct family now but is he a badass you goddamn right he is and he that that kid's a little spider monkey dude and and it's funny i say that because he actually looks a lot like i always thought he looked like that kid from uh from talladega nights ricky bobby's son uh, Texas Ranger. Always thought he looked like that. S and said he was a spider. I just said he was a spider monkey. That kid says that. Also, his brother, definitely my cousin Chance. His brother. Also, Ricky Bobby, definitely my cousin Ezra. Total redneck. And his wife is my is is his wife Jackie. Totally coincides. Wyatt doesn't get to be in this because, you know. There's no character for him to be, so sorry, Wyatt. You don't get to be in this scenario, which I already think is hilarious because they all match up so well. And who am I? I'm Reese Bobby, baby. Because I'm his daddy. Just kidding. But I am Reese Bobby because guess what? I was high when I said that. No. Um... 
but that is funny. Like, I thought that... I honestly was really upset knowing that there was another Dakota Craig in the family. I don't care anymore. It's awesome. I think it's so cool. And I was first, so it's all good. I don't have to be the second Dakota Craig. I was the first one. God, I love that opening segment. I'm a celebrity, man. That's going to be the title of this thing. I'm a celebrity now. Boom. Honestly, wouldn't want to be a celebrity. That's a perfect segue. Because, as I mentioned before, Chris D'Elia, who I, who I really, really love, hilarious comedian, love his podcast, one of my top inspirations for making this podcast, honestly, gave, gave me the confidence to do a podcast by myself like this, because he's hilarious. You're going to see me using his mannerisms because I respect the, well, because I, I watch him so much and I'll try to be myself as much as I can, but I love Crystalia. So, however, in a little bit of hot water, if you haven't heard, uh, has been accused of sexually harassing and grooming underage girls. Now. Before you think the worst, go look at the... Uh, I looked at all the text threads that were shared on Twitter. A lot of them involve girls that are 18 and up, so we'll just forget that immediately because doesn't matter. Totally legal. If, if, you, if they're talking... like It's a little creepy. Yeah, he was a lot older than them. Doesn't matter. They're legal. We're, we're done talking about those ones. Anybody who's 18 and up, they from what it... From what it seems like, they all consented. No worries. Forget about those. There was only a couple of them that discussed underage girls. From those text threads that I read, it seemed to me that everything was legal because once they told him they were underage, he was out. He did not, he, he told them, sorry, did not know, I'm gone. Can't do that, obviously, it's legal. So, it just really is so unfortunate because, I mean, granted, I'm not going to, you know, I'm defending him right now. I support the guy still. Should things change and we discover new evidence, I might change my tune. But I am not the type to label somebody guilty based on accusations with very little evidence to, to prove his guilt. So I will not label him guilty. However, cannot say the same about the court of public opinion, which unfortunately in Hollywood, that's all that matters. You don't get a trial. The trial is the public and the public will immediately find you guilty. And because of that, you might not do jail time. You might not get in some like real trouble, but if you're a celebrity, you're done. You're canceled. And it sickens me. It saddens me because I love the guy. Do not want to see that happen to him. Unfortunately, it probably is going to. Even though, from what I can tell, and you can go look yourself and, and, and make your own judgment. From what I saw, everything looks legal. Uh, Brian Callen came out and said that, he, as far as he knows, who's a very close friend of Crystal is, says he... Uh, 
has never heard or seen Crystalia do anything illegal with the, in, in regards to the manner of underage women or any anything sexual. So, I'm going to support the guy. Unfortunately, he's probably going to get canceled now. And that's really, really sad and sickening to me. That we live in this society now where if you make it, the slightest mistake in the eyes of the public, you're done. You're immediately crucified for it and you lose everything. I think that is just so sad. And I that's why I would never want to be a celebrity, honestly. I don't want to be famous. If I'm famous, I want to be that that type of famous where I can walk in the... You know, I'm making I'm making bucks. I want to be bucks making famous, but I can still walk through the store and nobody knows who I am because I'm just a singer of a band. And and there's a and the only people who recognize me are the big fans. Those are the people I even want to talk to. I don't want to be so famous that everyone knows me. Everyone needs a picture. Everyone needs an autograph. I turn around, TMZ's in my face, and then I say the wrong thing. That somebody takes out of context and I'm canceled. That's not the famous I want. And just so happens that so many of these guys are, and they get uh, they get crucified for it. Now, like I said, should things change and new evidence comes to light, I'll change my tune. But as of now, I'm gonna rep the dents. I support Crystalia still. And uh, if I was a celebrity, if I really was a celebrity, I'd be canceled just for that. And that's the society we live in, where if I if all I do is re, uh, express my support for the guy, I'm canceled too. And I that's there's there's your little piece of uh, of seriousness today. Cancel culture equals bullshit. You heard it here, and I stand by that full heartedly. If you deserve it, if you did something seriously bad, and you deserve it, of course, duh. That only makes sense. Does it make sense to label people guilty before anything has even uh, been brought to light? Like, for real? Things can be doctored. We have to remember that. I'm not saying they are. Things can be doctored. And like I said, everything I saw seems perfectly legal. We'll leave it at that. That's your dose of seriousness for the day. What's our timestamp? Oh, doing good. Okay. Let's move forward. Uh, I thought about this after the last podcast. I think this is going to be really fun. I thought it was a really good idea. So let's let's do this one. Okay. Obviously, you know, I've, I've said it before and I'll probably say it a ton of times. Huge music fan, obviously, in the band. Love music. So what I brought out, this is my concert ticket uh, photo album. So what I do... And, I, and I, I think everybody should do this. If you're an avid concert goer, even if you're not, freaking buy one of these little photo albums or a big one and you put all your concert tickets in there. I got all my picks that I've gotten. All my concert tickets. Um, I think it's a really... I don't have... I do not have every single one in here, which is unfortunate. I have lost some over the years, but not very many. Most of them are in here and there is a lot also really unfortunate and it really bugs me there is a couple in here that i don't have because i had to buy them online so you don't get a ticket stub for that even though they still sell ticket stubs but i bought them online so i didn't get one i'm really upset about it so there are a few in here that i don't have but here's what i want to do 
I'm going to pick a random page in here. Pick out a concert. One of the concerts at random. Because they, they're not in order. I've just put them in here. Like the ones toward the end are, are more in order. But like all the ones in the beginning. When I just had my stack of ticket stubs. I just kind of put them in randomly. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a page number. I'll flip to that page. Pick one of the two t tickets that's on the page. And then I'm going to tell you a story from that concert. Because... Every concert has a story, whether it's boring, it's might be, I might not have the most interesting story on each one, but let me tell you, there's probably a lot of really interesting stories in this book. So let's get at it. We'll start with number six, page six. Okay. Page six. Oh, <laughs> I, okay, first of all, I do want to let you know I did not look through this beforehand. I would have never, even if I did, I would have never remembered what page numbers would have been where. But I couldn't have picked a better one on that first one. Drowning Pool. Do I have a story for you here? Okay, so I went to Drowning Pool. Uh, I don't remember who opened for them. At all. But I do remember Drowning Pool. And, uh... Here's my story from the Drowning Pool concert. Made it all the way through the show. Um, it was it was me, my buddy Eric, and my buddy Kyle. We were all real close uh, high school friends. Still are good friends. We all go to this concert together. We're all hanging out. And uh, our friend Kyle is kind of getting in and out of the mosh pits. He's, he, uh, he's not made for mosh pits. He's a bigger dude. But uh, kind of bigger this way than he is this way. So, but he, he, he went to quite a few pits, made it out alive. And then the headline act, the finale, if you don't, everyone knows this song. Bodies, let the bodies hit the floor. They hit that shit. No joke, the biggest mosh pit I've ever seen breaks out. From wall to wall, front to back, the entire floor is moshing. Whether it's little moshes here, little moshes here, it was like the whole floor. And you could you couldn't not unless you were like standing on the edges or way in the back, you were in this mosh pit. And it was it was kind of scary. Like I'm not a mosh pit guy. I don't like I've done plenty of them, but I don't necessarily love them. So you, I mean, I'm watching my back. I'm trying to enjoy the song, but I'm like, dude, this is bodies. You got to mosh to this song. And so we're moshing around doing this. I lost track of everybody. And I'm like, okay, made it past the first chorus. I'm going to shoot myself up front. I got like two rows from the front. And I'm like, I'm going to just chill and watch the rest of this song because it was the last song. It's, you know, it's their headline song. And, uh, I'm standing there just watching the show. And all of a sudden I hear, hey, hey, and I'm like, what the hell? I turn around on the ground is my buddy, Eric, like, like, okay. My friend Kyle is like knocked out cold on the ground. And he's like, my friend Eric's trying to pick him up. And he goes, Hey, help me pick this fucker up. And I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Um, so we get down, we lift him up. Uh, it was pretty cool. The, like three or four dudes totally built, like made like a human barrier around us so that we were able to pick him up without getting trampled over. So we pick our buddy up. We take him over by the merch. 
I'm pissed. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Your dumbass got knocked out in this pit, and I got to miss the rest of the song because of it. Well, turns out it ended up being the best thing to happen to us, because not only did it make for a good story, but we're sitting over there by the merch table, and we just wait for everybody to clear out, right? And uh, just because he's sitting on a chair and uh, just getting his, his uh, wits back. And so we're just kind of chilling. All of a sudden, guitar player CJ Pierce from Drowning Pool comes up to the merch booth to talk to his guys. Boom. Autograph. Got CJ Pierce's autograph right there on the ticket. So that, that ended up making for a pretty uh, pretty cool story and ended up getting the... Oh, and my buddy Eric was a huge fan of CJ Pierce at the time. So it was awesome for everybody. Um, ended up being really, really cool. Let's see what else. Let's go... Okay, we're on page six. Let's go page 10. All right. We got... When was that one? Static X. I'll do Static X because there's been some good Static X shows. Hmm. Which one was this? Skipping it. Sorry. I can't think of anything from that show. I've seen them three times. I can't remember which show it was, so I wouldn't be able to give you an accurate story. So we'll go one. Okay, let me just pick another number. Let's go with 13. Unlucky number 13. 10, 11. 12, 13. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm actually going to do both of them on this one. So, Mushroom Head. The first time I ever saw Mushroom Head. Awesome. If you don't know who Mushroom Head is, they're, they, uh, they're kind of like Slipknot. They wear the masks and do all that. And I've seen them three times. This was the first time I ever saw them. One of the best performances I've ever seen. It was at the pub station, which is a smaller venue. They were in the smaller room. So, and it was packed, like shoulder to shoulder as I sold out. It was a sold out show in the small venue or in the small room and put on such a good show. They had, they have uh, two, two uh, uh, other drummers. They have like two, just like uh, kettle drums or whatever, but they have water that shoots out on them and they drum on them and the water splashes up and there's lights that go on them. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, it's just, a, it's just a good show. The, the, uh, one of the drummers jumped up and was like, like crowd surfing, but standing on the crowd, everyone's like holding him up by his feet. He's trying to like reach for the ceiling fans and stuff. It was pretty sweet. Also, uh, the last time, like the best lineup of mushroom head was together. Cause, uh, Waylon was one of the singers and he left shortly after that, which is awesome because I got his autograph too. Um, yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty bad. I also, on the next time I saw Mushroom Head, got the autograph of one of their drummers, or it was a, might be their synth guy. One, I got another autograph from, from a uh, Mushroom Head, which was really cool on the album. And then, uh, also on this page, I got, uh, one in this moment. I've seen in this moment a ton of times. This is the first time I ever saw it in this moment, lot, uh, headlining and my first concert I ever went to with my mom, which was really cool. Um, I had never been, I've been to shows with a lot of people. I had never been to a show with my mom. My mom really likes, uh, in this moment. And so that was really cool that I got to go see that with her. Let's see. I'm not going to pick a number. I'm just going to flip to a random one. 
rather than because I've lost track of the numbers. Let's go. <gasps> okay, I look down at that, and we're gonna stop on that one. And I'm gonna do both of them from this one too. <sighs> Probably number one concert if I had to pick one to go back to. My all-time favorite band, Disturbed, at Red Rocks in Denver. I like I really have no words for that show. One of the all-time just if you've never been to Red Rocks, you have to go. It is so amazing. Like that's all I could I all I ever heard about Red Rocks was how amazing it was and how awesome it was. And let me tell you, man, the work nobody can describe it. You have to be there to to experience it. It's so beautiful. You can see the city skyline way out on the on the horizon the rocks and the sound quality is so beautiful it, it is seriously so amazing one of the best lineups i've ever seen so opens up with saint Asonia, which is a, a super group comprised of uh adam gontier from uh three days grace it's got the guitar player from stain the drummer from finger 11 can't remember who the bass player is from but was an awesome show they ended up playing uh two two uh three days grace songs one of them being just like you which is my all-time favorite three days grace song never got to see three days grace with adam Gant well i've never seen three days grace ever but i got to see adam gontier sing my favorite three days grace song which was awesome next up uh on that lineup was um alter bridge one of my all-time favorite bands my first time seeing alter bridge miles kennedy is one of the best vocalists in metal today uh, absolutely love Miles Kennedy. Got to see him live. Was beautiful. Um, their equipment didn't work to start. So they had to, like, there were some tech technical difficulties. Had to go off stage, come back, put on a hell of a show. Was so awesome. Um, then it was Breaking Ben. I think that was, I, that was definitely the first time I've seen Breaking Ben. And I'm not a huge, I wasn't a huge Breaking Ben fan, still not a huge Breaking Ben fan, but they won me over that night. They put on a good show. I've seen them two times since. So that was really cool to see them. And then Disturbed, my all-time favorite band. Um, if there was anything I would have changed about, there's two things I would have changed about that show. It would have been that I would have sat closer. We had to sit up high quite a bit. We were kind of in the middle. Not the best uh, visual as far as like the bands go, still so awesome to be there. I was with a, a lot of my best friends, so that was really cool. But we, uh, I would have changed, I would have gotten closer. That would have been the one thing, one of the things I would have changed, the number one thing I would have changed, and this is something I will regret till the day I die, is that, and I get really upset at myself just even thinking about it, did not uh, invite my uncle to come to that. And uh, he passed away, and I'll never get that opportunity again. And Disturbed is a band that we both share, shared very closely. He's the one who introduced me to Disturbed and to m music in general. And uh, I, it wasn't, I, I should have invited him. I can't even make an excuse as to why I didn't. Uh, we ended, we were going with friends, and I think I just wanted it to be a friends trip, and that was very selfish of me. And I'll never, I'll never let myself uh, live that up, live that down should have invited him it should have been me and him there 
we would have had a so fun. I had no idea that he had never even been to Red Rocks, and that makes me so sick to my stomach knowing that he died not getting to go to Red Rocks and that I could have shared that with him. So that would have been my number one thing I would have changed about that concert, and I, I really that's one of my all-time regrets is not doing that. So, um, But it was a great show. And it just so happened that they recorded that show and made an album about it. It's Disturbed, live at Red Rocks. I was there. Oh, I think that, that must have been the first time Disturbed ever played Red Rocks. So I got to be there for that. And they made an album about it. So that was very awesome that I got to be a part of that. Um, and then I'll since I've already done three, I'll do one more, which is the one below this ticket. And um, that is Ghost. The first time I ever got to see Ghost. First and only time I've seen Ghost, actually. Uh, this was in Missoula at the Wilma. A beautiful venue. If you've never been there, check it out. Also, their amphitheater there. Awesome. Uh, also, we might be getting an amphitheater here. If we ever get to have live shows again. But Ghost. Okay, so we saw Ghost at the Wilma. Awesome show. Did great. I was there with my buddy Kyle, who lives there now. Uh, I think it was the first time I'd seen him since he moved there. When was this? This was back in 2016. So uh, almost, uh, it's a little less than four years ago that this happened. Uh, great show. They put on, I, I, I wasn't even a huge fan of Ghost at the time. They made me a fan because they put on a hell of a show. They sounded awesome. If you don't know who Ghost is, they all wear masks and they don't have names. They're, they're, they, they, their identities are a mystery Not anymore uh, The singer did have to come out and reveal his identity But at the time Nobody knew who they were Nobody knew their names um, So, Which is important to the story So after the concert We went to uh, a bar real close to there It's probably my favorite bar in Missoula The I think it's called the, the Rhino Or the Blind Rhino or I think it's the Rhino It's just the Rhino And uh, so we went there and we're just hanging out, having some drinks. That's kind of our go-to place after the Wilma. I've been to a couple shows there, but we always go to the Rhino afterwards. Actually, also, the Rhino, the place where I had my first beer ever. My first ever alcoholic drink was at the Rhino. Little little factoid for ya. Um, but we're at the Rhino. We're sitting at the bar. We're talking about the show. We're talking to the bartender about it. We're like... Uh, he's like, well, uh, who, who's the band that was playing tonight? We're like, oh, Ghost, they're a band from Sweden. Um, blah, 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 blah. Keep talking about it. Well, this group comes in. Uh, they all look like uh, band people or stagehands or whatever. They, they're definitely in or with the band. And uh, this guy sits kind of next to us. We start bullshitting with him. Turns out he's the drum tech for Ghost. And he's talk he's telling us all these stories about who he's been who he's uh um uh teched for, who he's who he's uh traveled with. And uh the singer come or the, the bartender comes up to me and he says, Hey, where'd you say that band was from? And I'm like, uh Sweden. He goes, Oh, okay. Well all these dudes down here have Swedish IDs. So we're like, Oh, that's ghost. Just don't know who they are. Like we don't know them by face, because like I said, they wear masks, we don't know their names or anything like that. Um, so I asked the, the tech, I was like, so, Hey, which one of these guys are in the band? Cause we know that they're, some of them are. And he's like, well, I actually can't tell you that cause that's how serious they are about keeping their identity secret. They can't tell you who is in the band. 
And so I'm like, all right, then I'll go meet all of them. And I'll know that I met some of them. So I walked up to each and every one of them. I, all I said was, hey, I don't know if you're in the band or not, but that was a great show. Really enjoyed it. Thank you for, for whatever you did to uh, contribute to that show. And you And obviously they have Swedish accents. So I know I met several members of the band. Also, definitely know I met the singer because like I said, he had to come out and reveal his identity and his name due to legal stuff. And I remember his face 100% shook the hand of Tobias Forge from Ghost. Awesome. Awesome story. Loved that. Um, that was a good time. Also, the, uh, I'm not going to pull it out, but the, uh, the uh, uh, drum tech gave us both, me and my buddy, a pick from Ghost, which was so cool. So it's in my pick collection here. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the coolest, uh, things that happened at that show. Well, it was one of the coolest things that happened at any show. So, yeah. Um, I think I'll stop on that. I kind of talked your ear off quite a bit about concert stories. Um, I got so many in here. I think we're going to end up doing this again. I thought that was kind of fun to, uh, to go through and, and relive some stories, especially ones that I wasn't prepared to tell because it's all random. So, uh, I think that's something we, we should do again because I thought that was kind of a cool little, uh, segment. If you, if you didn't, okay, how about this? If you liked it, let me know. I'll do it again. Probably not next week. I'll save it for another time because we don't want to get stale on the show. If you didn't like it, well, I mean, if you didn't like it, fuck off because it's my podcast. I can do what I want. But really, I won't do it if you don't want me to. If you want me to, I'll do it. So we're at time signature 40 minutes, which we're cruising along. I love it. Uh, perfect timing, guys. We're, we're keeping time good. And I'm drinking the buble. All right. Let's see what else. Oh, here's, a, uh, so I just got done for the probably fourth or fifth time. Probably fourth. I haven't watched it this many times. But for like the fourth time, just finished watching one of my all-time favorite shows, Avatar The Last Airbender. If you have not seen Avatar The Last Airbender, get... Where have you been? Where have you been? It's been out forever. It's been out for a long, long time. One of the best shows probably ever. The storyline is so good. I cannot say enough about Avatar. It's on Netflix right now. There's a reason it's been trending in the top 10 for... Ever since it's been on there. Because it's so good. And if you're one of those people who is like, oh, it's a cartoon, it's for children, go ahead and fuck off because it is so good. It, it's literally, it's one of the best shows you could watch it if you have kids. It's a show that you will enjoy with your kids. Your kids will enjoy it. There's, it's the perfect combination of funny, serious, romantic, uh, exciting, action, adventure. It's everything you want in a show and the characters are so good the character development i'm not going to spoil anything for you but the character development for each character is so good and every time i watch the show i have a newfound respect for a different character and um this time around it's sokka sokka is my guy in this one toph will always be my girl she's my favorite character on the show always has been and that's another thing i want to say so me as a man I don't relate to a lot of female characters 
and I find it hard to connect with female characters in a lot of shows. Granted, there's plenty of shows that have amazing female characters. Tons of them. This show, however, every female character is written so well and so awesome. Azula might be one of the best villains in all of villainy. She is so good. And just... All, all I'm saying is every single female character in the show hits the mark. Whoever they had writing the female characters nailed it. Because for some reason, and this has been an, this is not my opinion. This is an ongoing like opinion in Hollywood that writers do not write good female characters. Whether that's because there's not a lot of female writers or whatever that is. This show, every female character is amazing. Every male character is amazing. All of them. All the characters are awesome. And I love just the storyline. They, they do it so well as far as... Um, there's, there's no episodes that are boring. All the filler episodes are worth watching. They're so fun. Um, and the storyline just... There's not a piece of this show that's not worth watching. You can't just watch a select few episodes and, and think that you've seen it, gotten the gist of it. Because you're missing so much. There's so many little details that, that are like important to the show that you cannot just watch a few episodes and then you're good. Um, I love the, uh, the structure of the societies, how each, each uh, society, the, the Fire Nation, the Earth Kingdom, all of them have their own customs, their own like the, the way they dress. They really thought this out. And I love how every culture is different. They have different like ways of lit. Like the the um, water tribes are very uh, like I don't want to say primal. They're um, they're like they live on the land. They're very like Inuit. You know, they're um, they're they're tribal. All right, not tribal. Uh, I guess of the water tribes. So yeah, they're tribal. They're more of a tribal living. Whereas like the Earth Kingdom is very regal, but very like. Um, uh, I guess I don't know the word for it. They're more like, I don't want to say civilized. That's not the right word. I don't know. I don't know how to describe them. But like the, uh, the fire nation is very, um, like hoity toity, almost like, uh, I see. I'm, I'm at a loss for, they're, they're definitely more, um, industrial cause they have a lot of like machinery um, yeah, dude, they just do a, such a good job of, of every, of every, uh, aspect of it just being so well thought out and planned to each character having flaws and having, you know, um, their good sides, their bad sides, it's just so good. If you have not seen the show, please do yourself a service and go watch it. It's not that long. It's three seasons about 20 episodes a season you can knock it out in two weeks if you watch it even like seldomly but you're gonna want to watch you're gonna binge this show i swear to you and if you have seen it don't you just love it isn't it just i've never ever met somebody that didn't like it swear to you it's it's so good so that's what i've been watching and i just finished it two days ago for the third or fourth time, and I'm probably going to watch it again at some point because it's just that good. So, that's my recommendation to you. Please, go watch uh, 
Avatar The Last Airbender before it gets taken off of uh, Netflix. And I think they're going to do Korra on there. I hope so because I've never seen Korra. I want to check it out. I've heard good things. So, yeah. Mm. God, did I have anything else I wanted to say? That's, that's uh, I mean, I got plenty I want to say. But those were the main points. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess we could probably wrap it up here. I'm, I'm a celebrity. I'm famous now. Um, yeah, so if anybody wants an autograph, just hit me up, dude. You know how to find me. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I got so much good feedback this week, and it, re it really did make me feel good. Like, I wasn't sure about this. I wasn't sure how, how I felt about it being just me on here. Uh, I was ple I personally was pleasantly surprised with how the first one went. I'm uh, been so far so, like I'm I'm very happy with how this one's going. I hope you like this one as much as you like the first one. If not, hey, we got more coming. We ain't stopping. We're gonna keep on going, baby. And I hope you guys are here for the ride. Like I said before, if you haven't yet, like, subscribe, share. Please get this out here, man, or get it out there. Uh, invite one of your friends, let one of your friends know. Hopefully they can come check it out and they like it too. Um, yeah, I, I guess I have nothing more to say, but thank you very much to everybody who reached out to me, everybody who watched from start to finish that episode and this episode. If you didn't see the last episode, go check that one out too. Like, subscribe, share to that one. But also, as, even if you just watch this one, man, thank you so much. I'm hoping the audio will be on uh, Spotify this week. I know I can get that video up on YouTube. So, um, yeah. Hey, thank you all so much. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope to see you again on the next one. So, don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it. <laughs>